0: I mean, you've got to be accessible, and communication is huge.
1: And John, just to go back on that one, uh, we're not young bucks like Mr. Brian Lovell there. I think we both started a little bit sooner (laughs) in the industry than him. When I started, there wasn't such a thing as a cell phone or an iPhone, right? I mean, I was sitting by Did
0: you have a pager? Oh, so we're going back to the pager days. Did you have a pager? Yeah. (laughs)
2: All right, welcome to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts podcast. I am Brian Lovell here with our amazing co-host, Mr. John Jones, and we today have the one, the only, Mr. Steve Richmond joining us.
1: Hola, Legos, What's happening? What's up, Steve? What's up, brother? Feeling good. Good to see you guys for a whole week solid. You know, I I got a reboot after that, just hanging out with the two of you for a week.
2: Well... We like to party, Steve. <laughs> no, yeah. listen. We we came off of a great couple of days. At, well, seven days together, the three right. of us yeah. spent um, right. at the same conference and huge sales rally. Yes, yeah, so huge Clearwater sales rally. Beach. We yeah. didn't
0: uh, we didn't bring the weather. The first couple of days, it was nice oh, and uh, yeah, the weather. I'm I was a little dude. Good.
2: Like one day, it was like fifty degrees and raining. That's. Mm. Yeah, a little cool for Florida. It's, just, it's like an oxymoron for the beach. Listen, a couple of years ago, I was in um, – I mean, it wasn't Hilton Head, South Carolina. I'm trying to think. It was another beach. Myrtle Beach. I, was, I oh, think it was in Myrtle Beach. Take your time beach.
1: because this is absolutely why people are dialed in right now. They want to hear this story. Keep, keep going, Brian.
2: Come yeah. On. So I was in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and uh, I was there for business for a couple of days, and I got in late that night. And uh, a guy that I was with, he made the arrangements. He was chauffeur a whole nine yards. And I check into a hotel. We get in late that night. I wake up the next morning and there is legit snow on the Dude, beach.
0: It's Myrtle Beach. It's, it's, it's a little bit north of here. Dude, it
2: was weird because, like, you see the waves coming in, but they've got snow on them. And there's nice. snow all over. It's the most nice, oxymoron man. thing I've ever seen in my yeah. life.
0: Well, you're born and raised in Florida. You didn't yeah. see a lot of snow. <laughs> You
1: are a very sheltered young man. Yeah. I gotta tell you something. You know, there's other places outside of Florida
2: that have yeah. ocean. Why would, why would you do that, Steve? Why would you want to go there?
1: Wow. So. I, you gotta start watching that show when um I think it's Discovery with the Alaskan fishermen. okay? No. <laughs> so you can see how it's, oh,
2: are you talking about are you talking about the deadliest catch? Yeah. Dude. Yeah, that's a cool show. That's one of those jobs that like you look at. Like, you know how like sometimes like you see things, and you're like, dude, I could totally do that. Right? No, you
0: could not do that. That that I is mean, something that I
2: will never be yeah, like, dude. I could totally do that. Stick so, so exactly with mortgages. mortgages. Anyways, let's get into it. So we just came off of a couple of days of a sales conference. The three of us were all together, so we figured we'd take an opportunity to recap that. Um, here's the deal: this was a uh, mortgage sales conference. A bunch of loan originators and branch managers there, and uh, so you know, if you're a mortgage loan officer or a branch manager listening right now what you're going to get is the cliff notes version of what we experienced over the course of two days. And so yep. we just figured we would put our minds together and we would share a little bit from a sales technique perspective. What were some of the ahas or takeaways um, that we had? So man, Stevie, dude, can we get you to kick us off?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll kick off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go negative just for a second. And, re- and I'm not really going negative, but if you Tuned in saying, I'm going to get that golden nugget. That was probably my biggest takeaway, my biggest aha uh-huh, is there was not one golden nugget. It's like what this person did works for this person, what this person does works for this person. And it's really still a little bit from each one yes. to figure out what works best for you. And I'll take it even one step further. We, and we are blessed, don't get me wrong. There were people there that have said, hey, i have been with the company three weeks. And there's people that were looking up and saying, hi, I've been doing this for 25, 30 years, right? And we have all that level of experience that's in there. And uh, you're the two-week guy. Is that what you're saying there, John? (laughs) (laughs) I wish. I wish that were the case. And the way that I, my big takeaway, aside from, yeah, there's not one way to do it, is If you're more on that, like two years or less end, that's where you're dedicated more to a playbook of every day. These are your things that you need to do. You should be scheduled out for the week. You need to boom, boom, set up, right? If you're doing it and you're saying, it's time for me to grow and figure it out. Then once you're an established person, then it's sort of like. Now I can explore and try these, all, all these other things and do it my way. And I'm not stuck with the schedule. So I, there's that transition of, and I know the people that, can I get my playbook? I, I think playbooks work really, really well for those people who are starting out in the industry. And yeah. that's what we've heard. But then at some point it's like, I gotta be me and I gotta do it my way. And, and I take it to anything that there is at any skill. So as a speaker, I'm, I'm a professional speaker, right? And I had one woman, she came up to me and she said, how do you get over stage fright? Da, da, da. I said, I can get anybody to this level of competency at public speaking, but at some point you stop playing by the rules and then you become your own individual and make it yes. happen. You're teaching somebody to play basketball. This is what you fit. You dribble with your fingertips. You hit your elbow here, you, da, 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 right? But at some point you're going to do your own razzle-dazzle and that's what it's
2: going to be. So, <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna personalize management. it and internalize it, right? That's kind of yeah. what you're saying. So yeah. You,
1: the less than two years, get your schedule, get set, know what you're doing. And then when you you're hit that competency level, now the world's just your oyster and there's so much opportunity and ways <clears> that you can try and leverage what Dude, you, what who you are and what you
2: do. Steve, I love that. Can I ask you like a drill down question on that? So I, I'm first of all, we're gonna share a bunch of ideas. And hey, they may not work for you. Some of them may, some of them may not. And I think that's what Steve is kind of saying. But am I hearing you say, Steve, like, hey, if you're kind of new to this business, you need to stick to a specific plan before you start deciding, hey, that's more me than that.
1: that that's absolutely what I heard.
2: Because yeah. when you
1: looked at the new people, they were going, hey, hey, what should I be doing? You should be making this many phone calls a day. You should be taking a real estate agent to lunch. You should be, well, I should be. So do it if it. so they're all asking, do this on Tuesday. Well, I mean, I'm making up the day, obviously, right? But if you plan it out, this is what I know what I'm going to do. Because the problem is we get, and I listen to this all the time, so distracted Mm -hmm. because if the number one skill, not skill, wrong word. The number one um, feature that a person has to have to be successful with real estate agents, bottom line is accessibility. Yeah. If you're not responding immediately to that call and that person to be able to deliver what they need and to get it done, they're going to cut you off. We had real estate agents telling us that. Yeah. So if you're walking in without a schedule, you don't have the ability to do that juggling up front. You need to have the schedule. And then once you get that competency, mm-hmm. then you can start to create your own.
0: Yep. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, one of the commitments that uh, if you're less than two years in the business, right, you probably don't have a massive pipeline, right? You're probably able to answer your phones uh, and respond in a timely manner like Steve talked about. And, um, you know, one of the things is, you know, if I call a business, I expect somebody to answer the phone. You know, so if I'm calling during typical business hours, which would be nine to five, you know, I know when I originated and Steve, that wasn't two weeks ago or two years ago. It was a (laughs) long time ago um that was um i didn't immediately implement that you know but i did hear from somebody you know at, at an event i was at and, they, and when they described it that way it was easy for me as a new rookie to listen to a voicemail mm-hmm. to know what i was going to run into mm-hmm. instead i made the commitment that i was going to answer each and every phone call like i was open for business so i mean i think that's a huge important thing because what do realtors do they want they want accessibility and if they call you brian and it goes to voicemail i know myself I'll go on to the next person. You're you're busy, tied up. And then when you call, hey, I missed a call 10 minutes later. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll call you next week. I I found somebody. So, yeah, I mean, you've got to be accessible and communication (laughs) is huge.
1: And John, just to go back on that one, uh, we're not young bucks like Mr. Brian Lovell there. I think we both started a little bit sooner in the industry than him. (laughs) When I started, there wasn't such a thing as a cell phone or an iPhone. Right. Oh, I mean, Lord. I was sitting. By, did by,
0: you have by a pager? Oh, so we're going back to the did pager days. Did you have in a pager?
1: Yeah, but, but that's my point. Now that they know that you are next to your phone 24 okay. seven, it is portable and it's always right there. The demand from our customers for immediate accessibility has exponentially grown. And that's why you need to know here's the six tasks that I'm going to get scheduled this day. So if I get interrupted on my phone, that's fine, but I'm not going back, going to bed. So these six tasks Things are, are done. done.
2: Yep. I agree.
0: Yeah. Cool. John, And do you have any, what was like some of your takeaways? You know, the big one for me was, um, you know, business is going to get harder, right? A little bit. Um, we heard from Tom and he talked a little bit about, um, you know, the MBA forecast and what originations look like for 2022. So it's a little bit more back to 2019, yep. Yep. right? Refinances, the rate and terms, those are, especially in this past week, we've seen what's happened with rates. I mean, those are those are gone. Yeah. And I think, our, you know, we are definitely in a, uh, a back to 19 uh, referral-based, realtor relationship type of environment. <laughs> And uh, you need to have a plan in place. How you're going to be in front of people, you know, mm-hmm. going to live events, you know, hitting the phones and uh, and communicating, you know, out to your agents there. Because if you're not, you're going to get left behind. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, you know, we,
2: we there was a real estate panel um, at, at the conference we were at, and I, first of all, I think there was a ton Let's of, dive into that. Yeah, yeah that I, I think a there was a, there was a ton of takeaways there. Um, <clears throat> the one of the things that just tripped me out. And it seems like the simplest one that I wrote down was you gotta ask for the business. Yeah. And it go. seemed like to a person, <laughs> Steve's like, Boo! like to a person, these agents are telling with us, like, hey, I've I've actually taken lunches or coffees with LOs who never asked me for their business for, for my business.
0: Yeah. I mean, and it's crazy because we had we had a separate panel, if you remember, and I hosted that one where there were a couple of loan offices, very successful, yeah. that stay more in the friend zone, and they typically don't ask for the business. Yeah. So it's interesting that every everybody has a different mindset and everybody's gonna react differently to that. Sometimes I'm gonna give you the business because we're friends. Sometimes I won't give you, right? You have to know your audience, know who you're working with. But yeah. there were a couple that said, if you don't ask for the business, I guess you've got enough business. Yeah.
2: I, yeah. Just, I mean, that just tripped me out because... You know, and the crazy thing was, is if you go back and you look at the audience during that, so many of them were like, that's me. Uh, (laughs) Duh. Yeah. You you know, and it's because they're not doing it. Um, Yeah. Just the simplest thing. And it seems like it's one of the challenges that
0: we have is just asking for the opportunity to right. Can I how can I get your next deal? That's and that's exactly how I stand my call. Hey, I hope to get your next deal. I mean, and, and, it's, and it's always difficult. It seems like awkward to ask for the business. Yeah. But hey, can you give me one of your next two deals? I don't want both, but give me one. Ask yeah. for something so there's somewhat of a commitment to, you know, to get business. Yeah, yeah. When I look at that uh, agent
1: panel, the one that just
0: smacked me upside my head is
1: when you're, you're dealing with real estate agents, as John just said, we're going into a purchase market. You're the one who's creating your future to make it happen. And the greatest thing you can ever do is demo how awesome you are, how different yes. you are. Why are you not in touch with that listing agent to mm. say, I know that I'm not here now, but one day you're going to be a buyer's agent. Let me show you. I mean, you would you would love to walk into a real estate agent's office and they say, OK, let's do a role play so I can see how good you are. <laughs> yeah. say that. And here's your opportunity to give a live demo in front of a, a listing agent.
2: That's what you you just made me think of something that I think you guys will think is funny. So it was a little off topic, but I think it's a worthy story. So when I was a rookie, when I was a rookie originator, um, I had developed a relationship with an agent who was in a smaller boutique office, let's say 25, 30 agents, but the office was packed all the time. Like there was 15, 20 agents in the office all the time. And uh, she would let me come in and use the conference room from time to time. And what I would do is I would go into the conference room and I would leave the door open and I would have one of the other originators that I work with. Give me a call and pretend to be a customer <laughs> so that all of the agents that were in that office could hear me. You have, having a conversation like with it. a with yeah. a with a with a borrower or an agent? And like it would be crazy how many people would then come to me. And be like, hey, I heard you talking earlier with somebody and I heard overheard this. And can you tell me a little bit more about that? Dude, it was crazy. That's awesome. It crazy. But, but the other one know, that Steve- I want to
1: go also off, off that, John, I want to bring two words that you, Kate, brought earlier. You said in person. What I, what I heard loud and clear was people are annoyed with COVID. They are annoyed with Zoom calls. They're, they're going, they're yeah. aching for that one-on-one or even yeah. whatever, just that that in-person contact. So if there's ever been a good time to call somebody and it, take them to lunch or whatever, or do a, a training class or this, that, or the other, this is it because they're itching yeah. to get
0: out of, there, out of there. I mean, weekends, you know, we heard from several folks still doing open houses. You know, I know that it wasn't a thing maybe, you know, for, for a period during covid and, uh, and even when COVID kind of, you know, shook us a little bit, it still wasn't because it was, you know, multiple offer situations. But I know for us here in Florida, we're starting to see more. Yep. And uh, we, we've had some loan officers that have had great success, mm-hmm. newer in the business, you know, less than two year rookie type LOs. And, uh, you know, they hitting like, you know, four or five on a weekend and just popping by and yeah. getting that in person. And then the key thing there is the follow-up, Yeah. right? The check-in during the week and, you know, to see with the agent how it went, if there's any questions they have, yep. any, anybody that you can help with.
2: Yeah. And I've always said that that approach turns a cold call into a warm yep. call. You know, it's easy to call a couple of days later. Hey, John, it's Brian over at Van Dyke. Hey, you know, how'd the rest of your open house go, mm-hmm. right? And just let the conversation kind of go from there. And it's a little bit, it's like you have a reason to call versus just making a call you know? Yep. So, you know, Steve, I also had listing agents, um, as one of my ahas and John, I would imagine you probably did too. Bingo. Um, but to me, you know, what, what we took away from that was you're never going to have the listing agents attention more than while you currently have a transaction going on and you should take every opportunity to communicate at a high level, right? Because I think, listen, I, I, I share with this, like, unless Unless the deal had hair on it, a lot of times, even if it did, the listing agent doesn't know the deal had hair on it as long as it closes on time. So from their perspective, this thing went off, you know, to the nines, right? right? And so why wouldn't you at the, at the clear to close stage, why wouldn't you call the listing agent and say, hey, I'm just calling you to give you an update that we're clear to close and we're ready to go. And hey, how was your experience working with me? Mm -hmm. right? The the, the agent is going to tell you, hey, you were fantastic. You guys were great. Hey, blah, 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 blah," whatever. Well, by chance, it had earned me the opportunity to have a cup of coffee with you, Yep. right? And and, and turn that probably final conversation that you're going to have while you're controlling the deal into an opportunity to get a one-on-one.
0: I mean, you know, my thoughts on that, and we've got some folks doing it as, you know, set up a day each week, you know, whether it be Tuesdays, let's just throw Tuesday out there, you're gonna you're gonna introduce yourself when you go under contract and you're gonna let that listing agent know that you're gonna communicate where we're at with the with the file every Tuesday. You're gonna get a call from me. And four or five weeks later, when you stay to that you know, hold true to that commitment, um, they're gonna be super impressed. You know, mm-hmm. don't you know, keep on track that day and they're gonna wanna have a coffee with you and send you business. Yep.
2: Steve, were you gonna make a comment on
0: that?
1: During the transaction, everyone it, you're so critical, important to every single person. You're important to the customer. You're important to the agent, both agents. You're important to everybody. Once it closes, everybody's thinking about something else, and everybody's on to the next thing. So when you when you have them right there in front of you, and the, you're the one who they want to talk to, talk to them. It, 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 during the transaction is when you should be marketing for the next one.
0: Let's yeah. t- let's talk before the transaction happens. You know what you should be doing with the listing agent we heard that from the panel right that most loan officers in our industry don't call you know to give a shout out or you know support of the buyer mm. going into the transaction so if you have multiple offers <clears throat> five six offers going in they're often not hearing from any lenders and what what did the panel say when they did get a call from a lender right at least they talked to somebody in person and they feel like yeah. comfortable with that person or individual that that buyer was qualified so it may help you yeah. know, help your buyer get get an offer accepted.
2: Yeah, right. now I felt like there was a room full of people there that are already uh, good at that practice, meaning that they're calling listing agents to yep. advocate on the ha- behalf of their buyer at the time that they're making an offer. But there was a panel there of five real estate agents that pretty much led us to believe no that way. doesn't go on a whole lot. Right. Um, and that that was a big deal to them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. You know, one of the other things I, I, I'm going to mesh kind of two things together because I heard the real estate panel also talk about you've got to provide value to me to earn my business. Right. And so, you know, I, I, the other side of that is like we had a guy, Jeff Cochran, come out and speak to us on persuasion and negotiation. And one of my takeaways from him was you hear what they're telling you that they want. And a lot of times we stop right there. We don't ask the question. And what else? Right so he gave an example of hey so you're telling me that low rates are important to you what else what else is important to yeah. you right and so if it, switch that to like if you're talking to a real estate agent you know so you told me that communications is, um, communication is important to you what else and 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 by having that dialogue what you're uncovering is what your sales pitch is essentially going to be right They're, you're letting them tell you what's important to them when working with a preferred lender, mm-hmm. so that when they're done, you can have a conversation like, you know, hey Steve, what I heard you say was X Y Z was important to you. Would you mind if I took a couple of minutes and shared with you how I can help you with X Y Z, right? Uh, and, and that's where you know he talked about getting that win win.
1: I can just throw something out. I mean,
2: you know, he's
1: been on our, this podcast before. His name's Jeff Cochran. Mm-hmm. He's with the Shapiro Negotiations Institute. Has a couple of books out there. One of them is called The Power of Nice, How to Negotiate so Everybody Wins. And so if you're sitting there and you're listening to what Brian's saying right now, and you're like, oh, uh, I need to know more on that topic. That's just a great resource for you. Shapiro Negotiations Institute, guys, name's Jeff Cochran. Beyond just being a great speaker, he's a great guy.
2: Yeah. Yep. And I'll tell you, whatever format you're listening to us on, if you, if you go to that format and you do a search for Jeff Cochran, You'll be able to find that episode where we also have his contact information um, if you want to reach out to them for whatever, whatever your persuasion or negotiation needs are. So, cool. yeah. What, what else we got, gents? Uh, well, somebody go – go ahead, Steve.
1: No, back on the same thing with that real estate agent panel, and I heard this all the time. They need training, and what a great way to go out and communicate. You said the word value add. And we think, well, what's value add? Should I bring donuts, you know? Even classes or whatever it is, hey, if I can get them training, here's what's going on. And it can be a social media training. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be understanding what the Fed's is doing with rates type of training. It can be one of a million different things. And you don't even have to necessarily go there. You can just do it online. That's how you're attracting their attention.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so some, some of the top producers we had on the panel, they were talking about when they hire rookies and new realtors, right? Even Mortgage 101 training classes like that, how much they appreciate, and that adds value to the team. Mm-hmm. They don't have to take it upon themselves to try to you know, educate them, but it's us doing that for them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a great point. Yeah,
2: and I think you know, Steve just brought that up, too, but you know, that realtor education piece, we, we, we saw somebody, a, a loan officer on a panel, who that realtor education piece was a big part of their business plan. And what they shifted to during COVID was doing it online, Mm -hmm. right? So if they couldn't do it in person, they were doing it online. And, you know, I think that could look a lot of different ways. One, you know, if you go out there and advertise that you're going to put together an event online, make sure you're telling them, hey, here are the things that you're going to take away. Here's two or three things that you're going to take away. But, you know, with today's technology, too, when we use Zoom, there's a way to capture, you know, contact information by registering for a zoom so just don't put it out there like here's the link come on and and join me but
0: set it out there hey we need you, you to rsvp you don't want to do that today cuz you may get
2: hacked <laughs> yeah you may get hacked but you know hey put put the um, rsvp information in and now you have contact information so regardless of whether they show up or not right cuz some people are going to sign up and something happens and they don't come you at least now have their contact information so you can make a follow up phone call and say, Hey, John, sorry we missed you today on my class on XYZ. Yep. You know, and it's a reason to make a touch. Yeah. Right.
0: I like it. Cool. So, lastly, oh, I, I want to throw this out there communication was key for everybody.